Welcome. We hope you enjoy this recording from Christ City Church, based in Dublin, Ireland. For more podcasts and information on the church, please visit ChristCityChurch.ie. Thank you for listening. Welcome, everybody, uh, to uh, our Maundy Thursday service. Welcome, especially to any visitors that we have among us. Um, Maundy Thursday was the day before Good Friday. And on the night of Maundy Thursday, it was the night of Jesus's Last Supper. It was the night where he was betrayed and let down by more than one of his uh, closest friends and followers. It was the night that he was handed over to the Roman authorities. And it was the night before the day he was crucified, crucified on the cross. So tonight we're going to be looking at some different events that happened on the evening of Maundy Thursday uh, from the book of Matthew uh, in the Bible. And we're going to be looking at this idea of confession and forgiveness. Now, I don't know if you've ever been to a Church of Ireland church. That's not what we are. But if you do go there, they have a a prayer of confession. Uh, and, and in it, they pray uh, for confession of sins through negligence and through weakness and through our own deliberate faults. So we're going to be using this prayer as a kind of guide today as we reflect on the events of Maundy Thursday and we reflect on our sins of negligence and weakness and deliberate fault. Now, if you're new to Christianity and you're just visiting today, uh, I'm sure this idea of confession is, uh, it seems a bit antiquated uh, and maybe a bit unnecessary. I mean, we're all good people deep down, right? I mean, sure, we make mistakes, but doesn't everybody? And I guess that's the problem, really. We all fall short and there is power in confessing, in putting things right It's easy to feel inadequate and to feel that we need a fresh start. And God is often seen as this uh, angry teacher pointing the finger, saying all the things that we've done wrong. But he's actually not like that at all. He's inviting us to come to him because he offers uh, restoration. He offers us a clean slate and his arms are open wide as he invites us to come to him. So as we read about three separate events from Maundy Thursday, we're going to have a short reflection time after each section where we can consider our lives, consider our mistakes, and ultimately come to Jesus who forgives our sin. And towards the end of the service, we're going to share in the Lord's Supper or communion, as it's often otherwise known, where we eat bread and we drink wine or juice that symbolically represent Jesus's body and blood, which were broken and shed on the cross, his sacrifice on the cross. And then we're going to sing to finish. If you've forgotten to get your bread and your wine or juice ready, now's your moment. Get it quickly because you're going to need it later. And, uh, and you might also find it helpful to have a pen and paper as we spend some time reflecting, but that's entirely up to you. So uh, let's begin. And I'm going to hand, Mimi is going to read our first reading. The 
first reading is from Matthew 26, verses 35 to 45, negligence. Then Jesus went with his disciples into a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, my father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into, into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed. My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away, unless I drink it, may your will be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time saying the same thing. And then he returned to the disciples and said to them, are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come and the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Thanks, Mimi. In Jesus's hour of need, when he knew what was coming before him, he prayed and he asked his friends to pray with him and pray for him. But when he needed that support, his friends let him down. They were willing, but ultimately negligent. And our spirits may be willing to follow Jesus too. You know, we want to follow him. We want to do the right thing. But our bodies and our willpower are weak. So we accidentally slip and slide. So we're just going to take this next moment, a minute or so of silence to talk to God, to ask him to reveal where you have been negligent where you've sinned accidentally or unintentionally against God or against other people. And it might be helpful to write these thoughts down to keep you focused. If you're a visitor today, perhaps just consider what it must have been like for Jesus to have his friends let him down like this in his hour of need. And what negligent mistakes perhaps you might have made and what it would mean to have someone, to know someone who could take away any guilt or shame that you ever felt because of them. So let's just take a minute or so of silence now. Okay, uh, let's move on to our second passage that uh, Franny is going to read for us now. Yeah, so our second passage is Matthew chapter 26, verses 69 to 75, uh, weakness. 
So now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard and a servant girl came to him. You also were with Jesus of Galilee, he said, or she said, but he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Then he went out to the gateway where another servant girl saw him and said to the people there, this fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath. I don't know the man. After a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, surely you are one of them. Your accent gives you away. Then he began to call down curses and he swore to them, I don't know the man. Immediately a cock crowed. Then Peter remembered the words Jesus had spoken. Before the cock crows, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Thanks, Ronnie. I think we can all relate to Peter's weakness. See, often our spirit is willing and our flesh is weak. But sometimes our spirit's not very willing either. We want to want to follow Jesus. But weaknesses like fear and temptation get in the way. How often do we worry about what people think of us and let that stop us doing the right thing or saying the right thing? Take a moment now to consider what impacts people-pleasing and fear can make in our lives and how we've sinned through weakness of spirit. If you're a visitor here, maybe consider what people pleasing has been in our own, in your life as well, because we can all feel enslaved often by people's opinions. And the Easter story is that we can find freedom from all these things that we've been enslaved to. Consider what it could be to know someone who loves us unconditionally, who's overjoyed to have us come to him uh, no matter what we've done. So let's have another uh, minute or so of silence to to consider these things. Okay, let's uh, move on to our third passage, which Shannon is going to read. This passage is from Matthew chapter 26, verse 14 to 25. Then one of the twelve, the one called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and asked, what are you willing to give me if I deliver him over to you? So they counted out for him 30 pieces of silver. From then on, Judas watched for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, where do you want us to make preparations for you to eat the Passover? He replied, go into the city to a certain man and tell him, the teacher says my appointed time is near. I am going to celebrate the Passover with my disciples at your house. So the disciples did as Jesus has directed them and prepared the Passover. When evening came, Jesus was reclining at the table with the 12. And while they were eating, he said, Truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me. They were very sad and began to say to him one after the other, 
Surely you don't mean me, Lord. Jesus replied, The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man will go just as it is written about him. But woe to that man who betrays the Son of Man. It would be better for him if he had not been born. Then Judas, the one who would betray him, said, Surely you don't mean me, Rabbi. Jesus answered, You have said so. Thanks, Shannon. Knowing full well what he was doing, Judas conspired with the authorities to hand Jesus over for a measly 30 pieces of silver. And he even tried to cover it up in front of Jesus, although Jesus knew what he was going to do. And sometimes we, knowing full well that it's wrong, we choose our own way and our own path because it's what we want and what we feel like. Let's now take some time to consider our deliberate sin, our deliberate going the wrong way for our thinking about our selfish motives and looking after ourselves. So let's take another moment now, another minute or so in silence. Knowing all this was to happen, knowing that his friends would fall asleep in his time of need, knowing that Peter would pretend that he didn't even know him, knowing that Judas would betray him for money, even knowing our own negligent, uh, weak and deliberate sins in the future, knowing all of this, Jesus made the first move and Jesus steps in. This is what he said. While they were eating, Jesus took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat. This is my body. Then he took a cup and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. A covenant is a commitment. It's an unbreakable bond. And Jesus was promising to shed his blood and to submit to his body being broken on a cross for the forgiveness of all of our sins. Knowing that we could never be good enough to come to him, Jesus came to us. He took the punishment on the cross that we deserved. So we're going to take a moment here now, uh, again by ourselves, to confess our sins to God, our sins of negligence, of weakness and of deliberate fault and uh, accept his forgiveness that he offers to all of us when he takes away all of those sins. Okay, now let's pray this uh, prayer of confession and thanks together. We confess our sins before you, Lord. 
We confess where we have been negligent, weak, and when we have deliberately gone against you. We repent of those sins and turn away from them. We turn to you, to your broken body and your precious blood shed on the cross. There we find forgiveness, wholeness, restoration and redemption. We thank you for what you paid for us on the cross and we ask you to empower us to live by your spirit in our true identity as your precious children. Amen. We're going to share the bread and wine now as Emma plays the song. And if you know that Jesus is your saviour and your Lord, he's your number one, please uh, join with me in, uh, in the Lord's Supper. And if you're a visitor and you, and you wouldn't say that Jesus is your Lord and saviour, again, let me say you're so welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Just take this time to listen to the words of the song uh, when they start and consider whether maybe you would like to know Jesus for yourself. And I know this communion thing is, uh, is unusual online, but please just take the bread and the wine. We're going to do it now at the same time as I do. And, um, and then you can join in the song uh, with Emma once you're, you feel ready. In Luke chapter two, it says that Jesus took the bread. He gave thanks and he broke it. And he gave it to them saying, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant of my blood, which is poured out for you. Jesus is calling 
sorrows and trade them for joy from the ashes a new life is born jesus is calling oh come to the altar the father's arms are open wide forgiveness was bought with the precious blood of jesus christ Isn't he wonderful? Sing hallelujah, Christ is risen. Bow down before him, for he is Lord of all. Sing hallelujah, Christ is sing boy down again bow down before him for he is lord of all sing hallelujah christ is risen oh come to oh come to the altar the Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness was bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done and that your arms are open wide to us. Thank you that there's no hesitation, no sense of disappointment in your eyes, that you welcome us. In fact, the Bible tells us that you run to us. So we thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you that you wipe our slate clean and make us whole and good and new, uh, and you rescued us. So thank you for your sacrifice, Lord. We're going to sing uh, one more song now. To, before we finish. Satan. 
When Satan tempts me to despair And tells me of the guilt within Upward I look and see him there Who made an end to all my sin Because the sinless Savior died My sinful soul is counted free for God the justice satisfied To look on Him and pardon me To look on Him and pardon me Behold Him there Behold Him there, the risen Lamb My perfect spotless righteousness The great unchangeable I am the King of glory and of grace. One with Himself, I cannot die. My soul is purchased by His blood. My life is hid with Christ on high, with Christ my Savior and my God, with Christ my Savior and my God. Oh Lord, what a gift you give us that you're satisfied to look on Jesus on the cross and pardon uh, all our sin. And, and like we prayed and said before, to give us a new clean state and a fresh start. It's such a gift from you. And so we thank you for this time of reflecting uh, on Maundy Thursday and, and what has you prepared for what you're about to do on the cross. We thank you. Uh, for loving us, for being willing to go onto the cross for us and willing to buy our salvation and, uh, and to give us this new life. So we thank you, Lord Jesus, and we thank you for this time. Pray a blessing on everyone uh, on this call now uh, and pray that we would all know uh, what it is to know you and be free. Amen. Amen, guys. Thank you so much uh, for coming tonight. It's, it's been great to have you and I uh, hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or, or you'd just like to chat about anything you've heard tonight, uh, we would be delighted. Um, do drop us a message in the chat pane or send us an email. All our details are on the, our website, christcitychurch.ie. Um, but thank you for coming and don't forget we've got more Easter sessions coming up this Easter weekend. We've got tomorrow night, Good Friday, uh, we have the same Zoom as this one. We've got an Instagram live Q&A tomorrow night as well, which is super exciting. And then Saturday, Easter Saturday, and then of course our main service on Sunday at 4.30. So thank you for coming. Great to have you and uh, hopefully see you again soon. Take care. Bye.